It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number five of the Auto Know Better podcast. This evening, I'm joined with Smarty, Carl, Gilly and Jay. How are we all, boys? How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. Not too bad. That's what we like Still to hear. alive. Still alive and kicking. <laughs> yeah. Right, so we'll get straight into, obviously, this week, like we always do, uh, with the predictions from the Newcastle game. I'll pass it over to Gilly to go through what he's got. Uh, so take it away, Gilly. So, I mean, Jay went far one. And, uh, you know, we won by that margin, didn't we? So, you know, we, we need to kind of work out whether we give a little bit of a, a bonus for that. Nope. Um, I think but, so, after, after hammering me for two weeks. <laughs> I mean, that, that's fair. But um, Adam went 2-0 Newcastle. So that's when he knew Whoa. he fucked up. And that's why he's not on this week. Because he's, <laughs> he's bottled it. Um, <laughs> the, 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 two, the two worst after that were draws. There were only Adam went with a Newcastle win. Um, Jason went a one-all draw, as did Smarty. So on the podcast today, the worst prediction was Smarty's. And the best, I would have to say, is Jay's. Get in. I think the... the... I knew there were a big win coming. (laughs) The Geordie fan went a draw, and uh, Stats also went a draw. All one-all. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, well, I think that leads us pretty much into the Newcastle game. Uh, I'm going to kick it off because I want to cause a bit of controversy here. I personally thought we uh, we played a bit shit, but somehow managed to beat them 5-2. <laughs> I genuinely thought in periods of that game, we were shite. Um, there, was, there, was obviously, there was obviously parts, I mean, the Harrison goal, I mean, I've watched it about 60 times and I, every time I watch it, I get a stonk in. Um, but yeah, it's fucking... Yeah, I thought we played shit. I mean, what 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 are you saying, Smiley? I'm saying you're fucking stupid. That's what I'm saying. 
Um, no, I agree with you um, to a degree. Um, a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, we we're fantastic with this, without the other." I don't we actually. I don't think we actually started playing well until they scored the first yeah. goal. Um, I think we were a bit sloppy. I thought we were having a. F- I won't say we were. We weren't. Didn't have it con- under control because I think we did. Only because they were a bit terrible, to be honest. But I think we did. We did have the game under control to a degree, but we were very sloppy. Um, there's a lot of miscommunication. I did notice on one or two occasions. I think Rafina. And it might have been ailing had a word with each other about a sloppy pass and a few things. But it wasn't until they scored their first goal that we actually started looking like we were playing properly. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I mean... After I mean, that, I... it was fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carl, what, what do you think about the game, mate? Uh, I, I'd have to agree a little bit with Smarty. And I wouldn't say we were shite for long periods at all. Like, but... I didn't say I long. I said, I said certain periods. I didn't say long periods. Well, I certain said... periods. Certain, <laughs> certain <Excuse> periods. <laughs> certain me. periods. Excuse I me. thought we were absolutely diabolical, but yeah. Don't carry on. Yeah. Well, that, that side of it, I'd probably agree with them because I was just going to say our, our passing again, like I, I know I keep mentioning it and it, it's probably running dry now at this stage, but some of the passing has been terrible in the final ter- third at the moment. And I think Click, even though he was basically in the 18-yard box in the 90-whatever minute it was, or the 80, I don't know, was it 85th minute, bombing forward. I I think he looked off it for large parts of the game. Like, I don't think he was as, as effective. I know he got a, technically an assist, but, you know, that kind of papers over just a little bit. Like you, like we were saying previously, you, you watch click, you watch the game, you know, that kind of way. And mm. uh, I think he was just a little bit off off, off his game, I think. For me, anyway. I, don't, I, don't, uh, I just thought he wasn't as effective. Like I don't think he's been anywhere near the level he was in the championship probably since what Liverpool game, maybe first game of the season where he was he was he was class. But... He played very well against Everton. Yeah, he played well against Everton as well. Um, yeah. But like there's parts where he where he does a lot without doing a lot, you know. Yeah, I don't think he played badly against Arsenal. But if you think no. out of the out of the sides there, Arsenal, Everton. Liverpool, is it is it when we're able to play more freely when sides will play against us? Mm, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, Just but it's not the first game he's kind of been like that. You know? at the moment. One, That's one. the problem for me. Yeah. It, his shooting boots, is it, Jeff? That's right. He's lost them. After that, he's yeah. putting both his contacts in the same eye. He's skying over the fucking bar and all sorts. But the thing is, that it's mad. That he was first getting penalty into a class game as well. You know what I mean? It's where is he? Where's Click? Where's the Click yeah. that we know and love? Yeah, I could have hit that harder with my fucking cock. To be fair, terrible fucking effort. Go on. Jay, what do you think about the game, mate? Do you know it was weird because like start of the game, I was kind of like, yeah, come on, we can do this, we can beat these. And then as it started to get into it a little bit, I started to think, fucking hell, these going to do us here. They're going to beat us. And then when we ended up uh, behind, I was just like, fucking hell, here we go again. And it was just, we'd had all the ball. They were shit. They didn't look good. And for the most part, they just looked like a team that were there to make up numbers. Yeah. Um, so I was just, you know, a bit concerned at that point. But then obviously we um, we did get a bit of luck. Um, the penalty call could have gone the other way easily. And we got away with that one I think to a degree 
Um, Don't fucking start. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm holding it back. I'm holding it back. Why do you I've think got, that? I've got a beer. I'm chilled. I'm holding it back. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just, I think we were fortunate at times, and I think against a better team, we'd have, we'd have sunk quickly the yeah. way we were playing early doors. Um, but fortunately, we weren't playing a better team. We were playing Newcastle, and they're shit. <laughs> uh, started to check a grip on it, and uh, eventually, you know. We took a hold on the game, and then the the magician came on and turned them inside out and fucking ruined them. And Jack Harrison shoved everything down everyone's throats from last week's pod when everyone was slagging him off and saying he couldn't cross and he couldn't do anything. So and then he yeah, scores an absolute quite, thunder cunt. Quite Very pleased well. overall, yeah. Can't fucking knock it. Fair Pretty enough. Well. Um, Fair. I think we needed that after the previous couple of results. Yeah, and it stops us from getting into a slump because if we'd lost that game as well, then we'd have been staring relegation battle in the face but as it is I think it were enough to give us a bit of hope and put a bit of optimism and confidence back and you know we're not going to win all those games or anything daft like that but it also shows that we've got the mental strength to come back from a couple of defeats and not just crumble and turn to shit like a lot of newly promoted teams do Fair enough, fair enough. Gilly what do you think about it mate? I thought Cooper was superb <laughs> Sorry. Oh, she did If I speak <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to, to hijack fair. you. You've set me off now. I've been trying to hold it oh, back, but superb's no, super too strong, Gilly. Every time he tried to tackle somebody, he ended up on his fucking ass. And personally, we're trying Absolutely to tackle carry dominant. <laughs> Absolutely dominant. Absolutely dominant. He's going to be dominant. Non existent fucking attack, you melon. Okay. Dominated complete bites all over the place. But okay. I'm going talking to be like he's fucking prime Puyol. I'm going to stop taking a piss now, but I am going to I am going to ask a question. Is uh when we saw that Wilson were playing on Cooper, did you shoot yourself? Yeah. No. I did. I did. No more I than thought he did all right against him. I thought he did all right with him. And no, there, there were a couple of shaky moments. There were there were one point when it looked like um Callum Wilson had got best of him just on halfway line and he was last man, uh, but he fouled him. Um, there was the penalty incident. There was never a penalty fuck off. Uh, <laughs> and there was one at the end of the game uh, where it was unfairly adjudged to have given away a free kick. Um, those were the main points. Now, if you actually reflect, you know, on all of the times that you've been giving him hate, sometimes some of that has kind of been relevant. This game, he was solid. Uh, it wasn't amazing. But he won't poor either. He was solid. Uh, and he did dominate a player I didn't expect him to. I think um, I'm also going to piss everybody off with a different play now uh, and say that I just don't think Rafinha is that effective in as much as he has influence on the game because he's a very, very good player, but he doesn't do it enough. And he gives the ball away too often. And I think in the first half, that was hurting us. Um, I can't wait to see him play with Pablo. You're going to get a fucking ruined really on Twitter. Yeah, Big it. time I am. Yeah, absolutely. Not two ways about it, I am, because everybody fucking loves him. And so they should, because he looks amazing, but he's raw. Um, I think he's got some developing to do into the Premier League because we give the ball away too much. And he does, he's only he does 21 or something, though, isn't he? I think, yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. He's raw. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You don't get, so, you you don't know, get a finished think, article for what we paid for him, do you? Absolutely no. not. Um, and, you know, be, you do for man. £10 million more, and yeah. he looks like it. Um, yeah. You know, for, for 10 million more. He looks like the, the exactly, and he does look like the finished article. He looks very good. But 
Um, he's got all the tools. So, yeah, um, and he, he's, he's developed himself into that play, but what is he, 29? 28, 29? So he's going to be, you know, he's got he's got that experience with it. So don't get me wrong, I rate Rafinha. I think he's a player. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it invites pressure on us. Uh, and I've already had pelters for saying that on Twitter anyway, so you can all fuck <laughs> <laughs> I just like um, Teflon Gilly if you carry on. <laughs> Ultimately, I I, I I I do agree with the point that Sam made. You know, it, what were it 70, 77 minutes we scored our third? Mm. It would it, it could have gone either way at that point. Yeah, before that goal went in, it could have easily yeah. gone either way. And yeah. I and I was shitting it a bit, thinking, fucking hell, we've done it again. We're dominant. We've had more shots. We've had more passes. We've had more at ball, and we're going to do it again. And then all of a sudden, it just you know, that third goal went in and they fell apart. Yeah, it were a bit how, of how a much next of that goal wins was, sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it felt that way as soon as it went in. How much of that was, oh, fuck, and then they just gave up? And how much of that was, oh, fuck, Pablo's here, and then they tore him a new one? Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't really know what the answer to that one is, and it could have been a bit of both, but um, it, it, it was a very sexy last 13 minutes of the game. It was very oh, nice. Yeah. Just want to say, do you remember um, after Harrison scored his goal? Have you all seen the the, the photo of the uh, Newcastle defenders who look absolutely fucked? Like, yeah. well, on on, on post like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, And there's two of them black, went black, down with their hands on the knees. So fucked. Yeah, just yeah. shows you how fit our team is. Yeah. I just want. I just want that, to touch on. A... Go on. Go on, Carl. Oh, sorry. I, I I was actually going to to make that point as well, Jay. Like our, our fitness is far superior to a it's, lot of teams yeah. in that division. And I think just touching on what was said earlier on about, you know, in spells, we were, you know, this and that or whatever. But if we could get the consistency of, say, you know, all the little bits where we're really good, you know, for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, but take out the shite bits, <laughs> if we could just put them all together and make 90 minutes of that, our fitness would absolutely... St- we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd be looking at score lines like that every week. Every week, yeah, if absolutely. we could just, yeah, but, if we could just get but, but, it so score lines like that, but they could go either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're willing to take that if the performance is there. Let's be honest, like you know, it, yeah. you're going, you're going to score more than you concede if you're you're hitting teams that that hard all the time. And if the consistency is there with the performance and that fitness level, it's it, it, it it's 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 scary to think what Bielsa could do if, it, like we were saying a couple of weeks ago, if 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 he had the squad of Chelsea, like. It, it it's just yeah. insane what he could do with it. Like, and I I I just think if we could just you know that we're just that little bit in the performance consistency consistency to just absolutely nail teams to the to the wall all the time. Like, yeah, we'll be all right when we get rid of Cooper, mate. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just no want to. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because Cooper, Cooper is the real reason we're 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 not getting anywhere. The exactly what? You know, because of Cooper. Exactly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone else is covering for Cooper all over the pitch, is it? There's a, there's a player I do want to touch on, um, Rodrigo. I mean, how how did you think he he played in that game, um, Smiley? What, what did you think about Rodrigo? I thought it was solid, to be honest. I love the way that he's very, he's quite an intelligent player. He's very, very Pablo-esque in the way that he reads the game, the way that he thinks. I mean, I'm not saying that I can literally see him think, but um, sometimes when he'll, he'll, he knows, he's very aware of his surroundings. He's aware of what, what's going on around him. He's aware of other players' positions, just like Pablo is. 
you know, like we've seen in the championship and stuff like that. Pablo knows where a player is and he doesn't even have to be looking at him. You know, the amount of balls that he's fed through to players, one, two. I can't remember which, which game it was last season when he received a ball and just chipped it straight out to right wing to... to oh, that was I, know, that was pass, well. I can't remember which you know, game, but I know exactly what pass you mean. He's got very, very similar qualities. And if there's not something on, he'll stop it and he'll turn and he'll look for another option. I mean, you know, he, he's, he's fantastic. Probably not enough um, goals, but that'll come. But that header, mate, fucking hell. I, I was sending about it up, oh, yeah. mate, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I mean, people goal. going on about Harrison's goal and it were a fantastic goal, don't get me wrong, but it were in the dying minutes of a game that were on its ass, and, you know, that were getting battered. Rodrigo's fucking goal with an absolute class and, and, and Harrison's ball into him unreal as well really oh really yeah volleyed cross yeah yeah. so oh, yeah I think he's solid though. I think he's solid I think he's brilliant he's only going to get better um, yeah and, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait I can't wait to see him against Scum I hope he fucking tears him a new arsehole to be honest <laughs> well I think I think that leads us on to uh, our next segment what we like to call uh, a fan's view I do believe it, it's once again Luke with uh, David Scott, uh, who is a Man United fan. So we'll pass it over to them uh, and we'll be back shortly. Everybody, Luke here from uh, Autonode Better Podcast. I'm joined with Jay and David Scott, aka our kid. Uh, thanks ever so much for joining us, David. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Very, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. I don't usually get much of a welcome from uh, Leeds, to be honest. You're <laughs> football affinity. Uh, but no, it's a pleasure to come and chat to you, lads. Uh, Looks like you're enjoying the, the festive spirit so far. You're missing a beer in your hand, though. Where's yours? I'm, I'm, I'm on posh stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Castleford. He's on the posh stuff. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, once again, thanks ever so much for joining us, uh, David. Uh, just give us a bit of a, an insight as to you as a people. So, Leeds fans, especially this, 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 uh, this podcast designed for Leeds fans, uh, by Leeds fans, uh, and it's going to go out to majority of Leeds fans um, so just give us a bit of an idea of who you are and what you do and and why you think I might approach you to give us a bit of an insight okay um well I don't know to start really I'm a, my uh, I'm a poet or a spoken word performer is how I first started getting some my career kicked off really um I started doing work for Man United poets so I was doing like uh, the European Europa League Cup final I've done bits for Sky Sports and that, and then the, I'm also a musician, um, and then I do a bit of presenting for BBC Radio Manchester. So across the board, really, but it's always been like sports directed. I've done quite a lot of work with Man United, the club, uh, behind the scenes and stuff. Worked on uh, season ticket launches and stuff like that. So I've been, I've been working with the club for about four or five years uh, for a while, and doing a lot of uh, punditry, um, been on talk sport, a lot of various sort of stuff like that. Nice one. And and how you say you're a spoken uh, sort of so sort of, a poet or a words? I don't know. To be honest, it starts as like a spoken word performer. Is how it is. Yeah. But it, it's just like it, I think it's that. I mean, I don't know both your backgrounds, but I think it's how working class people are more comfortable with with calling themselves something different than poet because of when we were growing up, poet poet's got a bit of a different sort of you know bit flowery. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I've listened to quite a few of your, uh, of your tracks and stuff on my, on my, on my other account, not the account I contacted you on. Uh, we've actually had some, uh, some interaction through Twitter a couple of times. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, how do, you, how do you get into something like that? What, what made you realise you were firstly good at it, but also that it was something that you were confident enough that other people a bit want to listen. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know if anybody wanted to listen, but I think. More, I, th I think you know, if you start worrying about what other people are going to do, and this is just, just being an artist, you know, you want to just 
do things for your own, for yourself, can't you? you you'll be trapped doing do, doing things you don't want to do for the rest of your life if you uh, you know if you're fearful of what other people are doing. But so I just give it a shot, really. I, I was working about six years ago uh, in radio industry, and I've been writing for years, but never done anything with uh, any of my words. And then I just um, I wrote down a poem called Nana Calls Me Cock, which sort of breaks down uh, Mancunian slang, which for Leeds fans who are watching this and are struggling, you may want to watch that first because it's like Mancunian for people, Mancunian language uh, lessons for people who aren't from Manchester. So I did that for the evening news and it went viral and I think maybe I think 300,000 uh, watched it within the first week. And then from there, yeah, and then from there. And this is like going back five years, five, six years ago. So I wasn't expecting that response when I put it up. And then um, I just turned around to the missus and said, right, I'm going to gamble on myself and, and then I quit my job. We've already got one kid. She's got what we've got. What we've got one on the way. Uh, <laughs> next to no savings. And I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it. And if it don't fail, then, you know, if, if it fails, then, I'll, you know, I'll give it a shot. Um, and, you know, it tends to always be work out there. And then that sort of span on because I've always wanted to be a musician. Uh, I can play a bit of... Sorry, I'm not <laughs> I, I I volunteered at charity, so I'm doing that. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> You're all right, mate. Don't worry. Yeah. So um. So from that, I uh, I've always wanted to be into music. That was sort of so either an MC, but I can't really sing, but I can play a lot of instruments and do a lot of the music production stuff of it. Uh. So the natural progression from that was to go into sort of creating tunes. Then really, and then I was working with people like Steve White from the pop, Paul Wallace drummer, uh, Style Council. That just blew my mind when he was on my debut track. And then it's yeah. just become, it, it, uh, the, the response has been a lot better than I, I, I ever imagined. And like I said, I do things first and foremost. I don't know if it's a selfish point of view, but it's just because I really enjoy doing it. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think sometimes when you can see musicians that are just going through the motions and, and just putting tracks out just because of the sake of it, you know, I, I don't think it, you, you can sort of feel that in the music, but I just do, I just do it for a buzz. Um, and then from there, BBC Radio Manchester see me play a, a gig. Um, and I swear, like, fuck at my gigs. Like, the, the, <laughs> fact, that, the, the fact that the, the, the editor of uh, BBC Radio Manchester saw me on stage with my potty mouth and then still offered me a job <laughs> after the back of it was, was, is it, was actually... Is it, is it live radio, David, as well? It, it, yeah, it's live radio. <laughs> my, 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 band can, my band cannot believe that uh, in the 18 months I've not, I've not swore once. Uh, they've got a beep bleeper button close by, but yeah, live radio. So I've never done anything really like that before and they just said yeah we think you've got it you know you give it a shot I know I really love it and I get to sort of go to live to stuff like I went live to Boris Johnson the other week when he was announcing the lockdown or live to United games and it's just and this is what I try and tell people because I do quite a lot of work in schools is that gambling you should all you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not advocating betting but if you're going to gamble on anything in the life you should always gamble on yourself because you, you don't you don't lose anything really I think even if it fails you sort of You've, you've learned a lesson, you've gained, you've gained a lesson in it, and you should always start, you know, put yourself forward, and that's and basically that's, that's, that's what I did. No, I think it's a good it's a good sentiment to have. It's a good life moral to have. If you if you if you believe strongly enough in something and you believe in yourself, you should always give everything towards getting it. Because you know, even if you don't reach it, reach your goal this time, you've learned an important lesson. Like you said, if you if it hadn't been a success, you would have known what to do better next time or obviously what to leave out next time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you you're obviously uh obviously quite uh, you've obviously touched upon it, a massive Man United fan. Um, uh, we, we are obviously that's what we're here. We're going to have a bit of a chat about about the game Sunday. That's why I've got you on. But um, how have you how have you felt your season sort of transition so far? Um, you've obviously me and Jason were speaking just before you came on. You're actually only five points off five points off top with a game in hand. 
And this, I was quite surprised season, to see that. Yeah, th- th- this season is absolutely crazy. Uh, I mean, last year was, was weird with the whole uh, the COVID situation and not being able to go to the games. But um, just the results this season, is it's, it's really hard to sort of predict what's going to happen next. And I've been losing quite a lot of followers on my Twitter account because I, I, I love Oli Solskjaer and I love what he's done for United as a player. I just don't think that he's the right man for the job. Uh, and the thing is, the way the results have been going... The way the results have been going this season, and like you said, we we we, we could be uh, a point off the top or two points off the top if two we win. Two points off if he beat us, yeah. If he beat you on Sunday, and then that's I think that's down to how unpredictable the league is, as much as it's down to Oli Solskjaer's uh, talent, really. And I think a lot of the, I think last night was a good game, but we got hold, we got put in perspective that we were playing Sheffield United that had only got one point all season. And also, worst team in history in the Premier League ever <laughs> <laughs> so far <laughs> proven um, I'd agree with you though with, with regard to Ollie definitely I think I think with a world class coach in there you would be miles top of that table you've got the class and the, the, there's obviously enough uh, enough inspiration in that team to be flying high with that, within that Premier League I think you'd probably likely still be in the Champions League dare I say it, as well with a world class coach in there um, but yeah no certainly I think and I think your season has quite shocked everybody. It feels like we brought the championship with us because last season, the championship, anybody could beat anybody and the Premier League sort of had a top four or five and nobody was touching them. But this season, the Premier League's like the fucking championship and anybody yeah. just kicking the <laughs> shit out of each other. Absolutely berserk it is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you you guys have been, a re- it's been refreshing to how you've come through with that sort of Cavalier football. I mean, it's going against you so sometimes this season, but it's just refreshing to see. I hate when players, when teams come from the championship and they sort of change their whole footballing philosophy or their, 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 their style yeah. of play because they're a bit cautious. But I think, uh, you know, you, you sort of played to your strength and, and, and just gone for it. And, you know, it's been really refreshing to see. And even as a United fan, I've, I've really missed uh, Leeds being in the Premier League. I'll have you finishing just above relegation every single season for me. I would, I don't want, I, I, I don't want <laughs> you don't want to do too well. <laughs> no, no. Vixen wants to play us twice a season. <laughs> yes, that, that's it. And it, it, it's really sad that uh, the first game that we're going to play against each other in the league after so long is yeah, going to be... With, with, yeah, it, it's so, so, it's so, so sad. I mean, I remember I went to United Leeds. Uh, when did you get relegated? 2004, was it? 2005? Yeah, yeah five. I think... I think I went to I went to the home game that season, and I think it was a twelve o'clock kickoff, and I'd been out on the piss the night before, and I was absolutely I was I was ruined. I didn't want to go, but my mate was yeah, my mate was my mate dragged me to the game, and um, we were sat right next to right next to your lot, and uh, I, I can't remember who, who scored. Anyway, they, they, they were they were throwing, they were spitting and throwing bottles and all that. <laughs> And, you know, which is minging and stuff. But I, I, I'm, I'm a romantic when it comes to football. And I really love that sort of tribalism. And for me, it's always been a case of Liverpool are our top rivals. And I've, not, I've always said Leeds were closer to a rival to us than Man City. Because whilst Man City have got a lot of lottery money, and, and, and they're in the same city. But I just don't think there's that same sort of... It can get nasty. Can't, do you know what I mean? Just, just, just for the yeah, yeah. Around the football. It's very man- manufactured. It's very manufactured, isn't it? The Manchester City, Man United thing, because for so long you were so much better than Manchester City. Yeah, and Man City have always been sort of 
until sort of the, like, the, the, the millionaire oil money's come in, they've been sort of nobody's really, have they? You know, yeah. the Leeds Manchester is the Yorkshire Lancashire big rivalry in the north, realistically. Other than other than Liverpool, and if you ask any Man United fan, their biggest rivalry probably because we've been away for so long is Liverpool currently. Yeah. But I think if we if we start pushing on again and getting to that you know, European football over the next five, ten years or whatever, that rivalry will slowly creep back in and it'll be a Leeds-Manchester rivalry again, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, great. So, how do you, honestly, how do you, in your opinion then, David, how do you see the, uh, the the game going Sunday? What's your, what's your, what's your outlook? How do you, how, how do you, what, do you, what result do you predict? Uh, I don't know. I, I think there'll be a lot of goals in it. I, I, I mean, you, you conceded against Newcastle. That just shows how bad your defence is. Yeah. And we conceded it. And we conceded against Sheffield United, who'd, who'd only scored no, had scored no more than one goal a game this season. And then we we, yeah. we shipped two against them. And then we're, we're dodgy at the back, not playing fantastic at home. Um, and I, I, Lee, Lee, your, your starting eleven have probably got a, lo- a few local lads in there, around them. Am I right in saying that? Is yeah, Calvin Phillips lad? is probably the the heartbeat of the team. He's a local lad, come through the ranks. Uh, he's probably the heartbeat when he's out and miss him a lot. But we've got, I think we've probably got other than our centre backs, uh, the two internationals we signed over over the break. Uh, we've probably got a full full squad available, other than the, the, the two international centre backs. So we'll probably field the exact same team. Uh, against you guys, as we have done for the last two games, starting lineup wise, um, and we will. We we don't care where we go, really. We'll be all out attack. Do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. there's no sit back and wait and counter anything. I th- I think you're quite right. I think there'll be I think there'll be a fair few goals in it. If 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 you can have five goals in a game against Sheffield United and we can have seven in a game against Newcastle, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost positive we're looking at at least ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, it kind of worries it kind of worries me because I think that Manchester's main strength is their counter attacking ability. I think that 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 is by far their best trait, and logic dictates that we should sit back and wait for them to come onto us. But you know we just can't do that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So we're going to play right yeah. into their hands. Well, I think that, I think that's what I think that's what Man City's problem was, or what, 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 where Man City's fear was when they came to United, because Solskjaer had played the counter-attacking football so often, and and it had worked against Pep, and I think that's why you're seeing such a stodgy performance by Man City. They didn't want to get hit on the break, but you know, I, I, when I watch boxing, I just love watching two uh, boxers go hell for leather at each other, and if it's going to be goals against goals, and that's yeah. what everyone wants to watch. I don't want to watch all this sort of stalemate playing it out for a draw. Nah. And I'm a massive fan. I'm a massive fan of your manager as well. Um, if Solskjaer was to go, I'd quite like him to. I'd quite like him at Old Trafford. You have no he, chance. He <laughs> no, I'd literally stand on the Pennines and fight any man Cudi who tried coming near him. <laughs> but he, I mean, his, his whole story when we talk about romance of football and what he's done for Leeds and stuff, and and not just for the football club, but for the communities, is such a great thing, yeah. isn't it? For the Elves and what, what he's it's done, brought, and, and like it's brought a lot of a lot of I don't know what the, probably the best word is, but a lot of sort sort of proudness back to the community. I think there's there's murals going up around Leeds of him, and, and you know these all these community spirit. That's probably the best word. Absolutely, yeah. And and there's people painting pictures of him all over on the side of houses and shops and that. It's just it's unreal. And and that promotion, just watching him, he, he melts. I think he melts Leeds Leeds fans' hearts. Do you know what I mean? Because he is he's pretty much the nearest thing to God to us in it. In, in it, Jason. At the moment, uh, he's, he's, closer than me. he's closer than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, th- I, I think we'll look forward to rivalries aside. I think we we'll look forward to an entertaining game, end to end. I don't see there being all this passing it about out the back. Uh, no it'll, be, it'll be, it'll be end to end. And I, 
I think you will have a lot of class, potentially too much for us, but I'd like to see us at least get a draw out of the game uh, on Sunday. Um, if we lost, I wouldn't be too bothered because I think the two games following that for us are the games we need to be worried about. Yeah, uh, I think we've got Burnley and West Brom straight after. Um, and we're not really going to be charged challenging up at the top end of the table so uh, so yeah no if we can get a result it's a bonus really do you see what I mean but the term free hit because I think it, it, it takes a lot away from games but for us this is essentially a free hit because we we should be targeting the games against the teams around us which like you say would be Burnley West Brom uh, if we can get six points from them and we're doing really really well um, we don't particularly expect anything from this so whatever we do we get is a bonus in a certain respect yeah no, I fully agree I'd have to agree with that yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be entertaining. I I hope United uh, get I think maybe a three-two win uh, to United, but I think just with our defense is dodgy at the back. So who who, who knows? You get yeah. the early goal. Both leaky, aren't we? We're both leaky. Yeah. Um, great. Well, again, thanks ever so much for joining us, David. Really appreciate it. What we will do uh, when the podcast goes out, we'll retweet and we'll copy you in and we'll we'll pop any links in as well. I know you've got a couple of shows planned for next year. Uh, providing COVID allows. Yeah. Um, so any, any links in that we'll share in the YouTube and the uh, the Twitter stuff and that. Uh, again, thanks ever so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, have a great Christmas uh, and a happy new year. Hopefully uh, this time next week, I might drop you a quick uh, message on Twitter saying, told you so or something like that, but I doubt it. I, did, yeah, but we'll see. I, didn't, know, I didn't know it was you until you mentioned then that we've been talking on Twitter. I didn't realise it was <laughs> <laughs> I thought, how's this Leeds United webcam got my fan cam got my <laughs> But uh, yeah. yeah, happy Christmas and, uh, and New Year and it's been a pleasure. Take care, all the best to you and yours, mate. Happy Christmas. All right, take care, cheers. Take care. Welcome back. Uh, thanks, thanks for that for uh, Luke and David. Uh, hopefully we can, we, can, we can pull out of a result against Man United. So I think that moves us swiftly on to the, the game that we've probably all been, all been waiting for. It was the first one on the calendar when it came out to see when it was. Um, scrum game, the big probably I'd say probably our biggest game so far of probably yeah, the past sixteen years. If I'm completely that's honest, yeah, yeah. it's what yeah. everyone looks for on the calendar, wasn't it? I didn't Absolutely. give a shit about uh... Arsenal or Chelsea or Tottenham when the result. Uh, sorry, when the fixtures came out. Man United were the first team I yeah. was looking for. When are we playing? When them? are we playing them at yeah. home? Is when yeah, I was yeah. looking for. Yeah. That's uh, what I wanted. Gilly. And then we, then we found out we can't go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. brilliant. <laughs> Cheers, COVID. Gilly, I'm going to go to you on this one. Uh, what do you think, and how do you think we're, we're going to fare against against the scum bastards Sunday? Scared of Rashford. I think if he plays like he played the the last game. He's, he's, he's on form, he's quick. I think he's their top scorer so far this season. Um, and he puts in well. He's got a finish on him and um, he sets up play as well. Uh, but if I, if I, if I tell you the, the player that I'm really worried about is Hernandez. Um, you know, I don't think that that Cooper challenge really was a penalty, but you can see it go either way. But if it's against them, it definitely goes for them. Yeah, They get that challenge. They get that decision yeah. every single time. Um, and you know what? He's good at scoring them. Um, so you know, if if we if we do give that away, yeah, it invites pressure on us. We're gonna concede goals this season. We know that we're gonna concede goals. We're set up to attack. I really think we can damage them if they've got that fridge at the back and they've got a PE teacher training. <laughs> <wherever he's talking. laughs> we've got to screw them into ground. But it's almost uh, Kevin Keegan time now, isn't it? You you score three, we'll score four. Um, we have to outscore. We're not we're not gonna 
do what we did um, early on last season and build a platform of clean sheets. We're not going to get there. Uh, we need to be realistic about that. Uh, we're missing the, the players that probably are our two first choice centre backs if everybody's fit uh, and everybody's. Um, Which is who? Uh, who? The ones who are missing. Who's, who's the best? Who's the best two centre back pairing for, for Leeds? <laughs> By the end of this season, it won't be Cooper. Fucking oh, hell! Fucking hell! Uh, can I go? That. I'm done. Can I? Can I? Can I go? That's <laughs> it's not the first time. <laughs> no, this is not the first time I've said this. No, you can listen back to the pods. Yeah, this is not you, the first time I've said that. Bronte we'll and Cock, they're, they're they're likely to be our first choice if everybody's fit. Um, and you know we are missing one of the first choice defenders for Spain and one of the first choice defenders for Germany. Who's not going to miss them from their side? So it's not a surprise. Plus we've got Alioski left back. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not really a surprise that, that um, we're open at the back, but we are capable of destroying teams. And we did so in 13 minutes against Newcastle. Um, so, you know, it was towards the end of the game. I might be tired or whatever. But I think... Um, the scum are worse off. And I, I really, really like the first goal that they conceded. And I really think that we need to get pressure on the keeper. Yeah. Well, um, it's the same thing uh, when we played Sheffield United at Bramble Lane in, in uh, yeah. the championship. Where you, Clark you know, and Clark. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like just that same thing again, Gilly. Yeah. Just hammer at him. Like any crosses, don't aim for any of our players. Just put it on him. I don't think we do aim for any of our players usually. Well, <laughs> we don't generally hit. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean. Like yeah. we, we, we try to hit our own players, but with this kind of scenario, I'd be just pro- lobbing balls in on top of him, anything at all, just fucking fire it at him and hope the best just for the crack. What 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 have you got to lose from us? Nothing. <laughs> just a crack. I mean, we're not going to get anything from our players. We might as well try and get it from theirs. Well, this is it. Like, you fucking, <laughs> to, you know, why not? Like, it's a tactic positive of Well, it's, it's a tactic it. in itself, really. Like, you know, if, if you can, you know, unsteady him at all, like with a few blunders early on, then, you know, that's his head gone. <laughs> Yeah, he's just missing us in the south stand, singing him about it being a pedo. Like that's, that's all it is. Like, you know? <laughs> Allegedly, oh, no, and, 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 and I'm, I, I'm sure we could find a big enough speaker to drive to Old Trafford and just sit outside Old Trafford and maybe blare it from the speaker. You know, it's something that could happen. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it will, but it could. Yeah, Smarty, what do you reckon? What were your thoughts on it? Um, I agree with Gilly to a degree. With with Rashford, um, is the fucking hell what? Uh, <laughs> That's more surprising than me talking about Cooper. <laughs> the only one out of the whole team that I think can offer them something. For me, um, Fernandez. I think if if, Cal, if Calvin's there, if he can keep Kev De Bruyne out of a game, then he can keep that prick out of a game as well. Um, I'd like to see like 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 Carl says. I'd like to see balls into that silly. Daft galoot at back as well. Uh, <laughs> he's shit. He's a fucking codhead like fucking like Cooper, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not all. Yeah, one of them's our player. By the way, I don't want to discriminate or anything like that. Um, That's bad discrimination. I think um, I think Rashford. All you know, he's a he's a wonderful human being, and uh, also a very good footballer. But rest of them can go and get it fucking see. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. I hope Calvin breaks all of them. All of them. Especially that fucking knobsack, Paul Pogba. Oh, yeah. I hope he fucking... I hope, I hope to yeah, fuck... Yeah, let's have some of that. Someone runs into Man United's dressing room and just fucking flings Lego bricks absolutely fucking everywhere. <laughs> he stands on every fucking one of them because I cannot stand that wanker. I won't, I won't go too far into it. Don't mention your words. I have disliking to Paul Pogba. I think he's a bit of a knob. <laughs> no, mate, fair, fair enough. I've not picked up on that. <laughs> no. That's all I've got to say, really. <laughs> Oh, There's a lot of anger there. <laughs> I can't do without, yeah, honestly, I cannot do without fucking Guinness head knobsack. <laughs> I can't stand him. I can't stand that fucking dickhead Lingard. For honestly, if I had two bullets, <laughs> is this what happens to you when pubs are shit on the weekends, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be turning this into what a lockdown's done to you. Just that raiding at Man U, fucking players, <laughs> just pricks. <laughs> well, Rashford's right, minute. Uh, Rashford's class. Could I, uh, could I just make a, just a little point? Just going back to the game at Newcastle, just for a second, right? Did anyone notice that Calvin was kind of being bypassed by Ailing, uh, where he wasn't being used as much to kind of bring the ball out? Did they notice that it was a bit of a a, t- a regular yeah, thing? Yeah, because you were dropping. Yeah. Cal- yeah. yeah, I saw Calvin kind of tucking in a bit, right? Do you think will he use the same tactic to kind of nullify uh, Rashford and kind of, you know, if, if Calvin kind of looks after Rashford, then that leaves Ailing free to, to do the same thing. So it's not as obvious as just going straight through Calvin and cutting him off altogether. Do you think would he do the same thing against uh, the, the that lot? Like? Ailing's at centre-back, I reckon he will, because I think that was something to compensate for the fact that Ailing does go forward and carry the ball a lot. Um, yeah. I don't think we'd have done that if we'd had a regular centre-back in there. I think it's because Aileen's playing there and it's just one of his traits that he carries the ball forward and he can carry it forward and be able to trust him to do it. I think that's probably more... Does, does Rashford a bit of variation as well, isn't it? Is he more of a winger, Rashford, or is he, is he more central? Because I don't really kind of an inside forward, isn't he? Yeah. I think yeah. he's been playing kind of more central. I think if you are you playing on the wing or whatever, um, I think you know they probably put Luke Kaling on the on the wing to kind of get because as far as I'm concerned, he's probably fastest out of a lot of defenders. So I'd like to see you know Ailing probably up and up and against Rashford. Mm. But um, yeah, that's does your hatred for Alioski run that deep that you forget that he's an absolute speed demon? Like he is, he is, he's cool, right? <laughs> Yeah. You know, he's I, quick, I, I, but he also gets caught out of position. So you want him against a slow play so that he can yeah, get back you know, at next to him. No, so I'm actually I'm gonna expand on your question, Carl, and I'm just gonna to say to you, do you think that that's a, a way to get around the fact that they know that they can't play from Calvin? Is Calvin drops in and they all kind of relax because Calvin's dropped off, but then Ailing's in there instead. I think uh I I think it might be just a tactic that he uses in in the sense that it's it, it's variation. We're not you doing the same movement every phase of play, so he's probably taking it out, take, letting Ailing take it out more often than not, and have like you said, Calvin sit into that back four, and it it was kind of catching Joe Linton out of out of sync a little bit. You could see it because he was instantly he was going to press Calvin to try and you know that first phase of press for them. But it was the pass wasn't coming, and Ailing was kind of just sprinting out past the two of them. Then you know, so 
it's a nice variation on the same tactic that we use out wide. So I'm kind of thinking it, it'd be good because if, if I don't think Fernand, Fernandez is a far more intelligent player than Joel Linton, so he'll probably cop onto that and, and they'll have to find a new variation for it. But if we can get a few a few phases of play started, you know, using both players in that in that kind of style, then I think it's a great way to go about it, especially against a team like that lot, like, you know. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I don't know how much of that was puzzling Joel Linton and just how much of that was Joel Linton being puzzling. I didn't see him do much right. To be honest. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, yeah. But it didn't worry me. I mean, Wilson was their danger player. I didn't think Joel Linton did much against us at all in terms of I, I, uh, closing down, in terms of setting up. I, I yeah. was more worried when Dwight Gale came on, even though he came on quite yeah. late. I, I was more worried about him than I was of... Fucking alienated bastard, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a weird fucker. Like, like, like Beavis, <laughs> like, I'm no fucking... I'm no oil painter, but he's a weird-looking fucker. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Funny you should say that, Carl, because I, I, when I saw Gale on, I just thought, well, don't matter. Because I just think back to when we dicked fucking uh, West Brom. Oh, when, yeah, when but Park. I think about the the time before that when they dicked us in their place, yeah. and he absolutely he backheeled in a goal against fucking Bailey Peacock Farrell. Like. Yeah. Come on, like that's you could do that. To that's not fucking I could I could score against fucking Popperdom wrist. Fucking yeah, hell. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like, that's what I'm saying, you know. Double but... side of pissing world against old fucking Poppadom wrist. Fucking barely. Jay, what, what, what are your thoughts on the on the scum game, mate? Um, Well, firstly, I'm going to be massively disappointed if Victor Ota's not there waving a fucking school dinner at Rashford. That would stand Big flag. That would be great. Big fucking plastic plate like he at school and fucking shit things. Um, but yeah, I think like, I've got to echo what some of the other lads have said. I think we have to uh, target the USS Harry Maguire at the back there because um, that cruise liner ain't turning anytime soon. If we can get past him, I think we've got a chance. Um, but yeah, it's. I think I, defensively, in the middle of the shit because Maguire's just like a, he's just like a, you know, like, like Gilly says, like a fridge, you know, you need a fucking trolley to move him because he's, you know, you can't shift the cunt, he's just a big fucking lump. Um, <laughs> but like, like they've got Fernandez who, yeah, he like is. They've got, they've got Fernandez who's fucking quality. They've got Rashford who's quality. Um, and I think it's just, it's one of those games that's really hard to predict and like, um, the interview we had with the United fan, it were mentioned that they're like five points off the top or something with the game in hand. Hold on. That's, I just, just that's one unreal. Yeah, they're not United, man. Can we just scratch that? Can we edit that part out? Yeah, right, okay. Come on. All right, come on. I'm, I'm, a victim, I'm, I'm a victim of media brainwashing. What can I say? You know, um, you know, but anyway. You know, but anyway. You know, Nah. You're making a very good point, Jay. Sorry for it. You, you know what I meant, okay? You know what yeah. I meant. Anyway, so um, I've completely lost fucking track now. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what we're saying. I've lost it now. You were, say, you were saying that they were though. top. Like, go on. Yeah, so they're, they're five points off a game, and I don't, I don't understand how that's happened, basically. But they are obviously doing all right, um, and they could hurt us. It's one of those games where. They've got players that could hurt us. We've got players that could hurt them. Their defence is shit. Our defence is shit. It's just going to come down to who wants it more, I think. And um, I've waited a long fucking time for this. 
Um, so the, the the one thing I'd say is um, I think we'd be so you, I, I get what you mean about them being towards top of league, but we'll be three points behind them if we beat them. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's just a tight league. So it you know is, when you say you know, the, the plus, it's it's tight at the moment. I think the it's other just thing. Just rather seem in relegation zone. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the the um the thing that I meant to mention and forgot is uh, the shit at home. Yeah, they're yeah. all away. Yeah, true that. Yeah, so so the 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 one of the four form sides would be you know would be towards the top if they got a win against us, but we're playing them at their place and the shit at their place, so we've got every chance. Yeah, and we've like, got we, a manager we, who's about hundred times better than theirs. So. Yeah, yeah that's it. there's there's a few things that I do want to touch on. Obviously, I I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on Calvin Phillips uh, Sunday. Um, yeah. Everyone seems to, I don't know why, but they, everyone just seems to wank off the scum bastards for, for whatever reason. Um, and I, I, I just think that if he's going to do it, it needs to be in this game. This is where, this is where literally every person's going to be watching. They, it's going to be make or, well, not, I don't want to say make or break, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to either elevate him to be like, well, we all know he's better than Declan Rice anyway. But um, mm. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a case of everyone's going to be looking at Calvin Phillips to see how he performs about like, against the Man United team. Well, he's one of us. It's Calvin, and he knows what it fucking means, so he'll yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. True. I, I think I, he's I, going I, to be well up for it. I was just about to say, I just hope he don't wind himself up too much. I'm going to say, just not too up for it. Hopefully, yeah. I want him to go off through back fucking back, back, back or something two footed. That's fine, Smarty. I'm going to see a metal fucking chair on back of his head. Do you accept a red card for that, though, Smarty? Yeah, well, if if, if you put a metal chair on back of fucking Paul Pogba's head, I'd be fine. Yeah, like I say, for me, if he's going to do it, he's he's, got to do it in this game. Um, There is also... Go on, go on, Carl. Well, he's got got no, no, sorry, sorry, carry these, on, carry these on. Are the sorry. Games that are, these are the games that are going to uh, yeah. make or break those England. Yeah, they're going to define him. They're going to yeah. define him. That, that was the word I was looking for. I think. Yeah, if 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 he's got if well, I'd like to see him do a job over Fernandez. To be honest, he's their linchpin, like Calvin yeah. Dowers. Um, never mind Pogba, you know any of them lot. He, he's their number one target, and I if he can, if he can neutralize him, I think we win. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they'd never signed him. I wish they'd never. He's, he's, a cl- he's classy. He's quality. He's quality. He's proper dragged them up a level. Yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, but I think if Calvin can neutralise him, then I think we've got a really, really good chance of beating these pricks. Yeah. And uh, just another thing. Obviously, our um, our main man, our god, uh, Bielsa. We know what happened last time he turned up to Old Trafford against Sir Alex team. Arguably, a better side than what we're facing. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's obviously. I don't know if you listen. I think it was today the press conference. Press conference. He he said oh, he's got. A, I got a quote in front of me. He was like, "We don't ignore what it means to play in such a game. What happens on the pitch can have a big impact on the fans. It's like if you ask a Newell's fan uh, if they'd rather win the league or beat Rosario, they'd say beat Rosario." And I feel the same. That, to me, he understands what this game means not only to the team, yeah. but but to the fans as well. Um, so was that the quote? That was the quote. Was if you ask if you ask the fan. Um, whether he wants to be champion in South America or beat Rosario, uh, they will say they want to be a champion in South America until the day before the game, in which case they'll say they want to beat Rosario. And that's how he feels about derbies. And that was the quote. Well, I might have read it. I mean, I've got to get technical, didn't you, Gilly? Yeah, he's got to get technical. It's just, 
Always happens yeah. before. We'll only get shit for it if we don't get it right. <laughs> no, you, you, you get you get the idea. You get the idea. He understands it and he and he gets it. And obviously the performance that he was it. I think it was was it Bill Bow. It was. It wasn't. It was at the time. Wasn't it? Bill Bowie, yeah. Bill Bowie, yeah. The performance that they showed against that Man United team was fucking incredible. I mean, I've watched it three times today already. Um, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it it's just it's just insane and like the the quality of players that they had at that time at Bilbao against the team that Man United had it was just not comparable. You would all, all automatically think. Go on. Please tell me that Fergie were bright red by and with smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like I, I say, think the one thing that I'd say on that is, did they have ten thousand away fans there? Um, we won't have that luxury. Oh, that's true. That's a very good. Yeah, I mean, we could sit here and talk. We're about Victor Orta, man. Yeah, this school dinner. He Victor is a loud motherfucker. <laughs> you can hear him on the TV going, "Caraco, caraco." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can. Absolutely. I always remember that Bamford interview when he was in background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really good. We're top of the league. Brilliant. We're top of the league. Brilliant. Fucking love our well. I do. My way, I called the Here auto. we are. Well, yeah, he's a legend. But like you say, Gilly. Um, I mean, we could sit here and talk about fans being in the stadium, etc., and whatnot. Is it? Do you reckon that'll hurt us slightly? Uh, not, Man United. They're struggling at home, so it might not hurt us. All, all I'm saying is, you know, that 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 would have spurred that Bilbao team on, and we would have done the same, wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, oh, you know, we'd have made some we, serious noise. Yeah. So you know, how many thousands of the was was, was uh, on on January third? Were it um, twelve thousand or something like that in cup? I was um, there. I remember yeah, that. cup allocation, don't you? Your cup allocation is yeah. more than the league. Yeah. Well, so yeah, you know, nine, it makes a difference. Yeah, I mean, like I say, we need the fans back as soon as possible. Obviously, when this COVID shit fuck, fucks off and calms down a bit, then. We can all get back in and supporting the boys, but uh, I think that moves us um, swiftly on to we've we've got our uh, L- LUFC stats uh, interview segment. Uh, he's back with Luke, and uh, we'll pass it over to them, and we'll be back shortly. Good evening, everybody. Luke here from Auto Better. I'm here with Andrew Dalton, aka Stats. I call him this all the time, but he is the man, the myth, the legend, uh, and he's here with us. He's going to give us a bit of a rundown on uh, on the weekend's game against the Scum. How do you see it going, Andrew? Well, first of all, I suppose, actually, we better touch on yes. that fantastic performance against Newcastle the other night. Yes. Yeah, uh, strange old game, really, wasn't it? Because for an hour or so, it was probably quite even. And you, you had the old fallings of Leeds conceding from set pieces, uh, which just seems to be a bit of an Achilles heel at the moment. But I thought the last 20 minutes were superb. They've got Unbelievable. five goals. They could have had a lot more. And to the credit, it, it's kind of stopped a bit of the doom and gloom uh, and what have you. So, I think we needed it, yeah. didn't we? We needed that result. Yeah, we, we needed did, something we like that. One, we needed one win. We just yeah. needed that one win just to kind of get us going again. And it's got us going again. And we've got that. And well, look, we can go to our trap and it's a bit of a free hit for Leeds. Absolutely. It, it really, and no one's expected us to, to go there and win. Apart from uh, our fan base, of course. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's two sides. There's the, I'm, I'm kind of, I believe I'm realistic that these games are tough. Absolutely, and yeah. Man United are what? Three points off the top. 
they're doing surprisingly well for how crap they've been this season. Correct. And, and their, their, their away form is brilliant. Their away form is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but they just need to pick it up. So, more, don't they? Uh, I mean, we always seem to, I don't know if this is going to be in your stats, but it always seems to me that we play them around Christmas time. Regardless. We have done in the past. Yeah, we have done certainly in 96-7, we played them around Christmas time. Obviously, the big one was Christmas Eve 95. Yeah. Uh, Callister scored a penalty, didn't he? He did. Your bell's got a brilliant goal. One of Thomas Brolin's very rare highlights, at least. Yeah. So, yeah. But look, you look forward to every game, and every game's a challenge, every game's a different challenge. And we're in the big league now with the big boys. Because, uh, it, it, yeah, it's what it is. I'm looking forward to it. I've got no expectation. Yeah. I think it's imperative we pick up points in the next two after that uh, against the likes of West Brom and Burnley. I think they're the bigger games for me because yeah. they're the games that will keep leads, the heads above the parapet. Absolutely. Um, so just, just to touch upon on um, Sunday, uh, we'll get a prediction from your stats before we go into any stats. Uh, how do you actually? What, how do you see the result going? Do you, do you expect us to lose, or do you, do you expect us to, to nick a draw? It's a hard there? game. It's a hard game to call, isn't it? Man United's home form is dreadful. They've, they've had some really poor performances up at Old Trafford this year. So they got battered by Tottenham. They got beaten by Arsenal. Uh, it's a game everybody is, is excited about, and everybody's really, really, really looking forward to. I just feel I don't want to sound pessimistic by doing this, Luke. I'm more no, trying right. to be realistic. I just think I've too much for us. I think, yeah. as we said off, I think with the likes, Pogba's coming into a bit of form. Fernandez is a brilliant player. Rashford yeah. scoring goals now. I Martial think it's important we neutralise neutralise Fernandez. Every everything attacking wise seems to go yeah. through him. But I've, what I've yeah. seen from watching Manchester United when they've been playing well is when he's neutralised, it all sort of comes from a little bit further back with Pogba. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so it's important. Yeah, want Leeds to win, and look, I want Leeds to win every game. I think it's a bit of a free hit. Yeah, I just think having watched the Chelsea game uh, a couple of weeks back, they know our weaknesses. I just think they'll have a little bit too much. So I might be wrong, and I hope I am uh, wrong. Uh, and uh, you're going to give uh, us a score then. Well, go on, give us yeah, a score. I'm, uh, I'm going to go that lot. The odd side, the odd goal in three. So two one to them. Two one to them. Okay, doc. Uh, we'll pin that up certainly uh, on the board when we when when they all when they all get back into the office. Um, right. Uh, next thing. That's what you're here for. Uh, why yeah. don't you give us some interesting, outstanding stats yeah. about the scum? That's I've been kind of working on literally in the last ten minutes. Just come to my head. In twelve Premier League games up at Old Trafford, Leeds have only scored five goals. In twelve now, games. Yeah, twelve games in the Premier League at Old Trafford. If you. If you look back at our form, 92-3, lost 2-0, 93-4-4, 5-0-0, 5-6-1-0, lost 1-0, the Chief went in goal, 6-7, lost 1-0, 7-8, lost 3-0. It wasn't until November, I'm trying to think of the date, November 29th, 1998, that Jimmy Ford Hasbank scored Leeds first goal in the Premier League at Old Trafford. Uh, Harry Kuehl then got the second, but then drew t- lost 2-0 the following year, lost 3-0 in 2001. Then we drew... Uh, one all Mark Viduka drew one all sorry lost 2-1 in 2002 Mark Viduka and then Alan Smith in 2003-4 so five goals in, in 12 Premier League encounters at Old Trafford isn't five great five goals in 12 years no it's not a lot is it it's not a lot well, <laughs> uh, and the, the other couple and I put this one on Twitter yesterday 
it's been 14, come Sunday, it'll be 14,140 days since Leeds last won a league game at Old Trafford through a Brian Flynn winner. And interestingly, that day, Leeds wore Man United shorts. So, like yeah, so little, little quirks. Look, I think, it's a tough game. We're yeah. looking forward to it. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens on Sunday. I think the, posi- the positive is as well, although they're looking relatively good going forward, both sides look leaky defensively. When neither of us have yeah, got yeah, outstanding yeah. defences. And you look at you look at Manchester United's defence and centre backs over the years, they're probably not a patch on what they have been defensively. No, <laughs> probably since the, the Premier League started. Defenses. Absolutely. The Man United defences that I grew up with were the likes of Bruce and Pallister, who were fantastic and, and you've got won all Stam the trophies. And... and then Stan was brilliant, Ronnie Yonce, obviously the Nick Rio offers. Yeah. Uh, in, in the summer of 2002. And it, they're, they're not as strong as they have been. Harry Maguire is not to the same standard uh, as those aforementioned players. But it's an exciting encounter. And it's one that the players can go there and look forward to. It's one that we relish every season. We're going to relish every season. You, you only of go course. And to... like a lot of Leeds fans, Luke, it's the first fixture that Leeds fans will look for in the calendar yeah. when it came out in in, uh, in July, August time. So Absolutely. we're looking for... I've got no expectation... What will be will be, but to me, obviously, the next two after that that we need to be picking points against Burnley at home and West Brom away. Smashing. Thanks ever so much again, once again, for your time, Stats. Really appreciate it. Won't be speaking to you now. Yeah, I was just about to say, Uh, won't be speaking to you now till after Christmas. Um, It will be before the new year. So enjoy yourselves, stay safe, uh, and we'll catch up after the Man United game. Look forward to it. Cheers, Luke. Cheers, mate. Take Take care. care. Bye, mate. Welcome back. Thank you, uh, LUFC Stats. Andrew Dalton, thank you for, obviously, your, your massive insight again. Um, Luke, you've done a cracking job, mate, as well. Uh, so, I think that moves us, obviously, on to our predictions of the scum game. Um, I'm going to pass this over to Gilly. He's going to go around the group and we'll get we'll get everyone's predictions here now. And then we'll uh, we'll go forward. Yeah. Um, Sam, yourself, go on then. Off we go. 1-0 leads. It's got. I think it's going to be a tight. It'll be a tight game, and I'm hoping, praying, because I've got some Man United friends uh, who who support Man United, <laughs> and I really fucking hope we beat them just so I can rub it in their fucking faces constantly until the next game. <laughs> we're gonna be. We're, nobody will be able to deal with us if we beat. Them. Oh, absolutely not! It's going to be carnage no. until. <laughs> it'll be a nightmare. It, yeah, it's going to be carnage be until the reverse section. It'll be. It'll Hell be a, on earth. It'll be a literal. It'll be mayhem until the reverse fixture. One hundred and ten percent. Every single week, it's going to be whatever the scoreline is. We'll just be tweeting every single Man United fan or the fucking actual page itself, and, and just keep going. <laughs> every, literally every single fucking time, every single time. And I can't Who's honestly my? can't wait. Um, two, two one United, fucking Leeds United, not them fucking red ones. Yeah, Jay. Come on, Jay, all right, right, all right, all right. <laughs> Come on, you gotta get all right. Take one, Jay. He's got to say 4-1, haven't you? <laughs> obviously, I'm going to lose 4-1. Is he 4-1? Of course it is. <laughs> Fuck him, red cunt. Cow, go on. Yeah. yeah. I'm upstairs, Cal. lads. I can't. I can't. Oh, come <laughs> on. Superstitious cow. Cow. Bottled. That's a... <laughs> uh, if, if, if that's going Just down, then I'll, fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll take 3-1 leads. If you're going to be like that. Better. 
That one, that oh, one's sick. I'm not having bottle down there beside me. No, <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm gonna go four three leads. Oh. <laughs> four three leads. Well, you yeah, okay? How many fucking that's, beers you had? That's that, four three leads. Three fucking penalties. What are they? <laughs> yeah. I guarantee that slabhead dickhead will fucking score one. And that fucking little shit bag will score one, won't he? He'll be nowhere oh, near. God, nightmares now, we can't we can't defend set pieces, and he's just Bash, gonna Bashford like, come running yeah. from fucking far Bashford end anyway. He's gonna come running with head out. He's just gonna <laughs> run all the way up pitch and put a fucking head on end of the ball. <laughs> fucking freight train. Like, oh, one, yeah, yeah. He'll just fuck off, Cooper. Fuck off, Cooper. Half <laughs> 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 oh, lead. And then Meslier will pull out one of the best saves in the world. Calvin's going to get the first. Ooh. Oh, I'd love that. Oh, Calvin's going to get the first. We'll, we'll have to get Jason on. Free kick again, isn't we'll have to get Jason on for odds on that, like. Oh, I am. <laughs> yes, I tell you You what. get decent odds on that. He's you would get decent free odds. Kick, he's, had about, he's had about three shots all season. You'd get mad odds on that. But like, first. we'll uh, we'll get everyone else's predictions uh, and we'll we'll put them up on uh, Twitter probably a couple of hours before kickoff. Uh, and I think obviously with everything that's obviously we've got the probably the biggest game ever coming up. Um, I think that moves us swiftly on to our well my favourite topic of the week. Like I keep saying every fucking week because it's the best topic in podcast history. It's called the hot <laughs> topic. Uh, basically, if you if you're unaware if you're unaware of what it is, it it's basically we either decide if we're playing if we're going to take uh, the next uh, away manager's person to to manage Leeds or the infamous Dave Hockaday. I'm going to go to Carl first of all. Who would you rather, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer or Hawk? Oh, it's got to be the Hawk. It's got to be. Whatever about me picking David Moyes, please, lads, don't give me a <laughs> You know, it, it's got to be the hot. Like, you, you know it is. Like, the, the, the bus driver, P teacher battle, you know, it's going to be the <laughs> bus driving PE teacher, isn't it? Like, so. Grant, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Hawk, you're in a job, man. It's cool. I've got your back. This Fair, week. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Jay? Ollie or Hawk? Um, oh, come I think, on. I think, Not difficult, you, know, you fucking idiot. We know the answer. It's a clean sweep this week. It's clear to, to see that when one of these guys goes in the dressing room and he starts talking, everyone puts their headphones on, they don't fucking listen. <laughs> so for that reason, I'm going with the Hawk because he demands respect He's tactically <laughs> superior. And he's taking us to the Champions scum, League. Gun. And that's right, he's taking us to the Champions League. So fuck the PE teacher, he can get out. No, I said he can stay, he's doing a great job. But I don't want him. There we go. Gilly, Ollie or Hock? Hock, it's PE teacher versus PE teacher and we've got the better one. That's right. Hock's got a B-Tech and he's only got a GCSE. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to make a really inappropriate joke about PE teachers and decide not to. No, Just don't do that. that. <laughs> We've already <laughs> allegedly called one of PE this time. We've already got Dean Anderson. We don't need to make any more jokes. Fuck's sake. Smarty, Ollie or Hock? Um, well, a few people have said he's a PE teacher, like a B-Tech fucking PE teacher. He's not even B-Tech. He's fucking NVQ level fucking PE <laughs> 
his shit Norchester fucking accent. Little fucking dweeb. <laughs> it's gotta be Hawk because it's always Hawk because he's a fucking legend and he's taking us to the fucking Champions League. There you go. Uh, okay, yeah, easy for me. Hawk, fuck it. Uh, don't yeah, give a fuck about Ollie. It. I fully. The thing with Ollie, Ollie is for me. It always seems like it's his last game, and I can't wait till he gets fucking sacked. I don't know why. I just, <laughs> it, it, it always seems like it's his last game, and somehow he just pulls it out of the back. I don't know how, but it, it just he'll still, smile. he'll still smile when he's been sacked. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be sad. I'd be sad to see it back at little Gollum bastard. Yeah, Gollum. Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Won't be oh. fucking touching Premier League trophy, will he? Fuck off. You touched him, oh no, we said we weren't going to do that. The only ring he's been wearing is Ed Woodward's. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, here we go. But, uh, <laughs> it's just going to go into a fucking spiral. Just to move, just to, just to just try and move on a little bit. While we're talking about managers, can I just say that West Brom can just fuck off? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Just fuck 100%. right. Oh, that were disgraceful. Absolutely. They, had a, they had a you found out on the there. coach. You found out on the coach yeah. that we were getting sacked. That's bad. I like okay. Billich. He might not have been the, the right manager or coach, but then I, I, you know, that fine. There's ways and means. Don't fuck him up after he's brought you up. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Tom Coach when he's sat with all his players. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. there was a bit of a mutual. There's no respect there. There's a mutual like respect between Bielsa and, and Billich, wasn't there? Um, yeah. And yeah, Roman, both, both I, I, proper football men, and you know, I think we should. There's no fucking around or dickhead fucking carrying on our games or yeah, no Lampard. Straight up blokes. They set out yeah. the team. The you know the students of the game. They try to play good yeah. football, and there's respect there. And I think there well, were more respect between Bielsa and Billich than than Billich got off his own fucking board. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think we know, should. Uh, I think we should, we should start the hashtag uh, Billich for Arsenal. I know. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like to see. I'd, I'd, I'd honestly like to see him at Arsenal. I really would. Yeah, um, I think. I would. I fucking hate Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, we hate Arsenal. I hate Arsenal, but I'd like to see him there and see what he can actually do with a decent club. Once he's, once they've gone down and he gets a chance to get him out of Championship. Well, yeah, yeah. It don't really matter. Yeah, what but... He'll probably end up as next fucking Man U manager after all this, and then we'll all be changing yeah. his tune. <laughs> Uh, yeah, never liked Billich. Shit, no, I fucking never liked him, scumbastard. Uh, wanker. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's a good manager, and I don't understand this thing about teams that have been newly promoted. Like, we've had a bad run. Let's get rid of managers. It's like, what the fuck did you expect? You yeah. were always going to have a bad run. You've come up from fucking championship. No, you know no, I, mean? no I, don't, I don't get it. Not everyone <laughs> fucking leads, are they? Fuck me. Exactly, and Not without bad. meaning to be a fucking fanboy you know it's like we have got one of the best coaches in the world and not every team has that and so we probably do play at a better level than most promoted teams and I don't mean that in like a fucking blinded fucking rose tinted way it's just a fact we've got one of the most respected coaches in the game most teams that come up from championship ain't got anything like that they they've usually got someone either up and coming or they've got a dinosaur who's managed to put together the right combination of seasoned pros and have got themselves up. But either way, you're going to have hard times. You're not going to come into the Premiership and just walk it. I mean, Sheffield United did a fucking blistering job last season. Look at them now. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they did well last season, and they were an exception, really. But most teams are going to have bad times. Why? Why would? Why would a club think we're doing shit now? So let's get rid of this guy that got us up. You know what I mean? Why not back the guy and give him some time? If you go down, you go down. You've still got a shitload of money that you didn't have before you got promoted. But he, he, he was only allowed to spend. I think it was something I heard today, thirty-four and a half million or something in the summer. They had a falling out, didn't they? About but, transfers. I mean, funny, they didn't have yeah, a shit and, team, though, did they? They had a good team when they got. Did, oh, yeah, no, yeah, but like, great. yeah, yeah, they did. But like, their their centre back was League Two up until the season <laughs> before. There was, Liam Cooper uh, walks into their side. Fucking hell! Probably fucking doesn't. Yeah. yeah, in the blue square, pray mask. Fuck me. The fuck. Liam. Stop derailing Carl, you tight bastards. Let him talk. When we're on... Sorry, go on, yeah, sorry. No, no, Sam, go for it, man. No, I won't say anything. I'll just say Liam Cooper's about as much level as a blue square frame, so... It was me who were interrupting you, pal. Sorry, apologies. bastards. Yeah. But I was just going to say, whilst we're on the subject of fucking managers, um, one person I really, really can't wait to see sacked is fucking Wilder. Oh, God, that yeah. ham-faced oh, fucking no. shit. Who are you going to choose, Wilder or Lampard? That Muppet from Sheffield. Oh. Yeah, but what, a Lampard won't fucking get sacked. Why will he get sacked? No, but which... He's fucking wanking off Abramovich as we speak. fucking job. <laughs> but which one would you rather see sacked is the question I asked. Both. Oh, both of them, man. Easy answer. I'd probably go Lampard. I'd, Lampard. I'd, I'd go Lampard like, on I'd that. I'd like keep his job so that it can go down with least number of points ever. Because if someone else comes yeah. in, that might change. I just can't wait for Lamp- uh, for Wilder to get sacked. I really can't. Oh. And Billy to take over at Sheffield United. That's <laughs> I can't but, um, wait for all no, Twitter comments keep about the Muppet from Sheffield when he gets oh, sacked. Just, he's got to come back and bite him. Daft twat. I'm going to tell Idiots in leagues. Pressure's on you. slide tackle Bielsa because you won't see him at the fucking job centre. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody makes a situation of Sheffield United. There isn't a coach that comes in that makes Sheffield United a success this season. Not now. But it won't avail of Allardyce couldn't do that. Allardyce couldn't even do that. But the sinking ship and it's fucking glorious. And I can't wait to see McBurney <laughs> back in the fucking championship and all because he's a dickhead and he's wank. <laughs> Over it. <They're> <laughs> Talk about a nothing club that just shit exists. fucking beard. He looks Amish. Do <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> mean Amish? Fucking shit football. <laughs> frick. Everyone knows. <laughs> I think that's what he means, Gilly. Amish. Amish. You fucking look Amish as well. You might look like a horse and car looking what you, you did do before when you had your beard. Just need a straw hat. Well, He's a okay. horse and cart looking motherfucker now, so. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of... oh, oh, no. no. Fuck's sake. Benny Dom stag do. As if on cue. <laughs> <laughs> right there. But uh, like I think that will uh, wrap up episode five, uh, boys. It's been a pleasure. Unless anyone's got anything else to add, um, Smarty, you look like you're about to say something. Um, no, 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 no. I think I've said enough. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, so, uh, I agree. <laughs> like I say, anyone else got anything to add? No, are we all good? I apologise to anyone on this for putting up with us on a Friday night. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for the game on Sunday. But also, my county are playing in the All Ireland final tomorrow at half three, lads. Try and find a stream. It's Mayo versus Dublin. Um, you don't want... <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right behind you, Carl. Right behind you. Oh, 
Happy Dublin. I don't know. It might not be Dublin. I don't fucking know. But they're playing the other one. Yeah, edit this shit out. Yeah. No, go get it, Peter. <laughs> I, think, I think I've had enough now. I need a pint. Oh, fucking yeah. But like I say, boys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us all. Uh, everyone, we'll see you next week. Uh, and thanks for watching. All right, take it easy. See you later, all. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.